<laughs> I don't know. I had Did some... you say dimples? Yeah. Dimples. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, oh, the lady. The lady. The lady. I didn't know you had dimples. Oh, yeah. right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Everybody, but we're also on tape. We are. Episode 123 of Camelops the last week. Uh, Christopher Folds, Magic Mike, and Bill. One, two, three. <coughs> one, two, three. Yeah, this is interesting. One, two, three kid. Remember him? Absolutely. One, Sean two, Waltman, one, two, th- one, two, three kid was a. Uh, a really athletic, very dynamic, wiry cruiserweight in the in the mold of sort of Juventud Guerrero and Billy Kidman back in the '90s, and he was it was interesting. His name probably came from Vince McMahon, because a horrible name, and then somehow he morphed into an interesting, dynamic wrestler into one of the most annoying wrestlers of all time. He grew his beard out. He got the greasy hair. He has a, he has some kind of fixation on X. He went to WCW and became Six S Y X X. And he, uh, and then when he joined the NWO down there, you knew they jumped the shark. Came back, and he was part of the Generation X. Yeah. And uh, the funny had a bit th- of a rejuvenation with them. The, the, the funny thing with Sean Waltman is, is X Pack. What, what the hell is an X Pack? When he's in the ring, though, it, with with you know the main, it's like he, he's like a guy in a movie thinks he's the major star. He's not even an extra. Yeah. And it was like uh, it was funny. He's he has a horrible, sad, sad personal life of death. Well, uh, you know, him and him and China were together. And, porno. And then his, uh, you know, he got drug addiction, and then his first wife died. So I get that. He has he has a tough life. But as a wrestler, he went from being an interesting cruiserweight to one of the most annoying wrestlers who who ruined many a promo I, in the ring. I do agree he was and annoying, yeah. but the X-Pac is because it was D-Generation X, so X-Pac. And what he actually, mean? well, I don't know what the Pac. And what does Pac, six mean? S-Y-X yeah, I don't know. What the, he was anyway. probably all drugged out during that Anyway, stage. that was that was, that was was a pretty, uh, that was when it was like a peak time for wrestling back then. Yeah, uh, him and China made a video together as well. Well, they were hard up for money. Yeah. There you go. But I, did, I saw an interview with him not long ago, and he's kind of cleaned up his act. Yes, he has. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mike, any thoughts on X-Pac? It, it, I, I'm not even 100% sure we're talking about sports right now. <laughs> we're talking about wrestling, <laughs> WWE. Yes, no, no. It's I sports really, entertainment. I, I, I've, I've listened to the uh, podcast about WWE versus WWE. WCW. Whatever the other the one Monday was. Night Wars. Yeah, the yeah, Monday yeah Night that, Wars. that was interesting. All those is, documentaries. Yeah. I could talk good. wrestling a long time. But did you know, know that today is our sound check episode? No. Yeah, because uh, what number is it? One, one two, two, three. three. <laughs> yeah, one, two, one, one, two, one, two, three, three. Hey, ha ha, check. It's our what? sound check episode. There we go. Yep. How you doing, Mike? <laughs> I'm great. I'm really good. Really? Yeah. You no mask, feeling better? I feel great. Yeah, no mask. Um, it's 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 been appropriate amount of time, and I think uh, I I feel like I can almost run a marathon. Well, you look great. Big episode today, as usual. Read. Mm-hmm. Reader's Digest is on. I texted him this morning to remind him he's on. He was 5.30 a.m. He texted me right back and thinks he wants to get off his chest, it sounds like. So That's... should be interesting. We'll see what he has to say. There's a council meeting last night. I think we should, um, why don't you and I run through it? Because you were paying attention to the council meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of scanning and listening, but I'd like to hear what you have to say on a bunch of the topics. And then we'll ask Reed about the same thing. So why don't we start with Katie's notice of motion. 
Councillor Katie Newsteeder introduced a notice of motion, which was approved. So I guess next week or two weeks from now, they'll they'll, they'll finalize it. She wants the city staff to look at what downloading from the provincial government is costing the city, try to quantify it somehow, and then find out how much it's costing and send a letter to the government to say, hey, look at all the stuff we're doing, we're not supposed to be doing. Uh, we'd like to get uh, reimbursed for it, or we'd like the policy to change. And, and the, the problem is, it's, it's a very vague and nebulous thing. You can't, you know, to, to say, well, what is it? Because it's, it's, more, it's more like a sort of a sliding scale. Like, for, you, for example, it could be, you know, the fire department is, um, has been called out to a lot of medical calls that otherwise would be covered by BC Ambulance Service, which is a provincially funded thing. So they might say, well, it's costing our fire department X dollars to do this when they really should be, should, that's really not their mandate. Um, they are called to medical calls and everything, but they're doing way more than they normally did. Because, and it's heart attacks and it's, you know, accidents, but a lot of it is overdoses. And so that could be one example of not enough funding for the ambulance service then that falls onto the city and they have to pay for it. Um, um, Just the, the term itself, provincial downloading. Yeah. I mean, it well, downloading, seems pretty, pretty vague. I think well, that, downloading is, is essentially means that the municipal governments are doing what the province used to do in the past, but the province trying to save money and everything, they download the responsibilities down to, down to the... Uh, another one is housing. The municipal governments in, 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 uh, in BC, they have no mandate for housing. They're not supposed to be involved in housing. It's beyond their scope. But as you see, we have Cartman Mazota, his full-time portfolio is basically housing. We have the city getting involved in trying to find housing. They, they bought the, the, the hotel, the $7 million Northbridge Hotel, to, to, and the property behind it, and then resold it to BC Housing for housing. The city should not be involved in this. This, this used to be a provincial and a federal government back after the war. The federal government built millions of homes, 100,000 homes, and they're trying to do that again, you know, the wartime boom, post-wartime boom. So they're, they're, those are two examples of what downloading is, where in the past, the, there's clear definitions. The federal government does this, the provincial government does this, and the cities do this. And it's been a slow morph into downloading from Ottawa to Victoria, to Kamloops and other cities, and now they're responsible for doing more. But the, the, the difference is the cities have only one source of revenue, and that's taxation. They, yeah. There's nothing else. So how do they pay for that? We have a 10% increase, 11% increase so coming you, next year. So do you commend this idea then? Well, nothing to lose. What's wrong with it? There's, there's absolutely nothing to lose. You, the worst can happen is you, you say, hey, we, we did the study and we found that it's costing us X millions of dollars to do stuff that you guys should be doing. Can we get reimbursed? Can you change your policy? The worst they can say is go pound sand. There's nothing, nothing to lose here. It's a good idea. Do you like the idea, Mike? <laughs> he wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think that uh, if the costs from the province are being borne on the, on the city and it's raising our taxes and, and stressing our available resources, I think we should know that. And, and uh, I think it's a good idea. But at, how at, do you quantify that? that that's well, then a, that's, that's what the city staff is, you know, they, they, they make good money. That's what they're going to be doing to look into it. And, yeah. and they, they would know better than anybody because they're in the trenches. And if, if it comes out that... Even knowing what that might be is, is, is worth having, just, just in your back pocket. So you can, even, even, even if they don't come to your, if, if they don't agree to it, um, it's good to have, as you plan your budget, saying, holy cow, this is, costs us this much more. What do we cut? What do we add? All this kind of stuff. This is almost something not uh, City of Kamloops should be going after by themselves, but it should be more like the Union of BC Municipalities or SILGA, Silga or something, yeah. something like that. Well, I and think what's going to happen is I think you'll probably see other cities take note and maybe they'll have a concerted effort and lobby together, mm. you know, power in numbers. On another note, I talked to a councillor last night who was just amazed that they could turn that into a marathon meeting based on the agenda. Mm -hmm. Like it dragged on yeah. 
it just dragged on again. I can't, I can't believe it well, sometimes. And, and I'll say it uh, you know, again, w one more time, and, and I'm not the only one who say, say, says, says this. You have nine people around the horseshoe, as they say, at city council. It, it, would, it would help everyone if, if, as a city councilor, if you're going to say something that's been said five times already, just shut up and let's get on with it. You don't have to be heard on every single, single and there's some counselors that just repeat what's been said, and it's it's a it's a waste of time. <laughs> I was I was actually in an office, uh, another office I work at, and somebody was watching the council council meeting and, and naming names about a certain council. I won't name the names. They're just saying, why why are you talking right yeah. now? You're just extending everything, and yeah. everyone everyone watching is just like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Just be quick. There's something they're very quick, they're very concise, and when they speak, it's a new idea, and then they and then they stop, and that's what we need. Noble Creek. Noble Creek. 14 property owners, they want to pay into this um, new temporary irrigation system proposed. Yeah, this ongoing saga since forever. Yeah, apparently, because those 41 property owners, property, property owners that properties uh, that, that use the Noble Creek system, it's been decommissioned because of erosion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The city's taking out the thing. But these, these farmers out there, they need water for next year. So the city is working on a temporary uh, irrigation system for next year, but it has to be paid for. I think the, the estimate is five hundred to seven hundred thousand dollars, maybe yep. more, maybe less. But that's and of that, we the rate ratepayers would pay seventy five percent, and the users there would pay twenty five percent, depending on how many opt in. So the city sent out in November, I think they sent out letters to the forty one property owners. I think there's um, twenty four responded. I think you said yeah. There's fewer property owners because some own multiple properties, but forty one properties. Letters were sent out. Twenty four responded. And by the deadline, which was December 31st, but I think they're extending it to the end of this month. 24 responded of those 58%, which I think is 13, uh, said, yeah, we want in. We want, we want in, in on this. The others I said no. it was 14, no. I think. Yeah, the others say we're not going to do it. Um, so uh, the question is of those, okay, so 14 people are opting in. What's their cost going to be? And what, you know, that 75, 25 split, was that, what was that based on out there? So they got to figure out those numbers. Mm -hmm. And, and yet, yet to be determined is what's the, what's the permanent solution? This is just a temporary solution for next year. Maybe the American, uh, he, he's been on this file. Maybe he can update us on it. We'll ask the mayor. I wonder if any of those farms have farm fresh eggs. I love eggs. Do you, do you like omelets, Mike? I, I love omelets. Uh, th there was a great omelet at Harold's for a while there that was called the Eggs Benny omelet. I was going to vote it for best omelet ever. But eggs are just a really great thing. And when they're happy chickens. When the chickens are happy. When they're happy. But also, do you like just a sunny side up? Do you like an over easy, a scramble? Uh, I like dippy eggs. <laughs> where you, uh, yeah, you, you dip take your the boiled eggs, you take the top off it, and you dip strip toast into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what, though? Maca Ranch. You should go to Maca Ranch because they have farm fresh eggs. We, don't, we, don't, we talk about the beef and how happy the, the, the pigs are before they're slaughtered, right? But There's we don't, no caged chickens. There's, no. There's those beautiful rotating pasture system they have. There's no hormones or pesticides. There's a lot, a lot of foul play going on there <laughs> oh, in, 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 in a good way. Yeah. It's the foul play yeah. you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big restock on pork, by the way, coming up here. They're adding more beef beginning in March. Maca Ranch, Facebook, it's good, clean food. Mm. It's good, clean food. Email them, info at macaranch.ca. Brand new website, stunning website, macaranch.ca. They deliver, Mike, as you know. As you know, I picked it up I, at the I airport. I know, I didn't do it. I should have done it. I yep. regret it. <laughs> That's okay. We'll, we'll, you'll make up for it. <laughs> yeah. We'll get you some eggs you can dip something into. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Bit of a tough turn, but we'll, we'll take it. Today is the... Celebration of life for Owen McInnes, the TRU Wolfpack. It's January 10th today. It's yes. January 10th today. By the time you see this, yep. it will have already happened. So I, I thought it would be kind of neat to um, show some video of interviews I did on Monday night. I went and talked to the team for the first time. They're back in town. 
um, about their experience. Of course, two of their teammates are, are survived, and one has a serious spinal cord Based injury. Based on an uh, accident um, by True last year, late last the, the year. November accident at yeah. TRU, mm -hmm. a truck hit their small car. It was a Jetta, a, a, I believe a black Dodge Ram hit their Jetta going around 100 kilometers an hour. Owen McInnes of Guelph, Ontario died. Riley Brennan of Kelowna, uh, serious spinal injury. He's been moved, thankfully, to GF Strong. He's out of hospital. He's in GF Strong Rehab Center in Vancouver. That's where Mike Harcourt, the former Premier, he recovered after falling off his deck. And, and Owen, Owen Mutri. Yes, and uh, Owen uh, Mutri. Uh, uh, Evan Mutri. Evan Mutri um, uh, from the Broncos. Yes. Owen Waterhouse is the other player. He had been recovering uh, severe brain trauma, and he was in a medically induced coma at RIH some good news there some positive signs that his eyes were open he was tracking people and pat hanley the head coach said that if he continues to show these signs of improvement they're going to think about waking him up that's the last information wow. that i that i got anyway i went on monday night to talk to the teammates um to, to, to a few of the teammates about the day of the accident what it's been like since then and how they're doing and you can see that video right here uh, yeah when it first happened it was impossible to believe like I, I walked past the car the car wreck and I saw that I was like whoa like that's that's really not good like fuck someone might be paralyzed someone might be really injured death was never never something that crossed my mind so when we got the phone call and I heard that that was just heart dropping and me and Corbin when we got the call it is just we got that and then just started bawling our eyes out and it was yeah, it was definitely a lot. I've known Owen Waterhouse since I was like in elementary school. We've been best friends since then. Uh, Riley, he went to my high school. He was year older. He's the guy I'd work out in the summer with. And then Owen McKinnis was my one of my roommates. So each one of them had like a pretty big part of my life. So yeah, I mean, I miss them all a lot. But I don't know. Yeah, I I think with Owen Waterhouse, I heard there's some good news. Yeah, but. There's, there's an uncertainty there, yeah. right? How hard is it to navigate that part of it? Yeah, it's just kind of hoping for the best, but still preparing for the worst-case scenario that can happen. But, yeah, I just think every day sending my positive energy, positive vibes, and just hoping that the best-case scenario happens. Have you been in contact with his family? You say you've known him for a long time. Yeah. yeah, I text his mom and his dad and his brother, like, quite frequently. So I get a lot of the updates first so yeah i text them every day just letting them know that i'm thinking of them and i'm like uh owen waterhouse's mom texted me after the first game saying that oz was, was happy to hear that we won and i just said that he was right there with me in my heart like he's always with me so yeah like we've got a pretty special bond like me and his family the guys that are still with us, do you have any kind of update from them? Have you guys had, I think you've had contact from Riley, right? I mean, can you give us some kind of an update on them? Yeah, so Riley, thankfully, hasn't moved to GK Strong in Vancouver, the rehab facility. Um, I think it would be good for him to get out of just the hospital. So I think that would be a good moral, uh, morale boost for him. Uh, exciting news on Waterhouse. They have eased his sedation. His eyes have been open. He was, like, looking around, kind of, like, tracking guys. Um, so... I played for three years with Owen McInnes. Uh, we entered rookie year together. Um, he was an amazing guy, man. Uh, me and him shared a love for hiking uh, and the outdoors. So road trips, we would always talk together and um, talk about hikes we want to do around Kamloops. Um, and then obviously talked a lot about uh, 
what he was planning to do after kind of university with his girlfriend and those things. And yeah, we just expanded on that. He was a great guy, um, really good team player. He also loved cooking and I love cooking as well. So we talk about cooking and stuff like that. So it was pretty great. Did you guys ever cook together? We did actually every, um, every year we have a cooking competition in between the teams. Um, and he, we were never on the same team, but always on different teams competing against each other. And it always kind of ended up being uh, my dish against his dish, which was always a good time because uh, he loved cooking and I love cooking. So it was a good battle and we joke about it. So yeah, good memories there for sure. I mean, you, you talk about these cooking competitions and you talk about his plans that he, that he had and, and those are no longer going to happen. I mean, how, how hard is it to think about um, the finality of it all? Uh, I can't even put it into words. He was such a free spirit. Um, he just loved being around people, uh, loved exploring, loved adventuring. Um, There's so many things he wanted to do, but now guys on the team are just going to do that in his memory. I just said, unfortunately, and this was probably week one, like this is a loss of innocence and this is a first time to face mortality of someone your age. I mean, we all know of an older person that passed away and those are always tragedies, but not not like this. So I think it's hard for young guys, particularly to see mortality as a reality. I got to commend these guys. Uh, I think they're handling it better than I would have at this age. I, I know they are handling it better than I would have at this age. So I give them credit and I think a lot of it is still absorbing. Like I do still feel in shock and I think most of the guys still feel in shock so yeah and how important has has pat been in all this and and your team as a whole uh pat has been absolutely extraordinary um the whole actually tier u community um through the sports teams the school itself has been amazing uh, we've got counselors in to help us with everything but pat he's just been a rock um for all of us here um sharing obviously very tough information with us uh being open as someone we can talk to and as a strong uh male figure in all our lives that we can uh, look up to um on on the court on friday night i mean I, I sent you a little text i was getting a little emotional just seeing a clip and i can't imagine what it, what it was like for you guys i got asked a thousand times how the guys are going to respond how they're going to play and my answer was i have no idea and you could just feel like that pent-up anger and emotion and you know, I said they played like crazy and we all cried like crazy after. So it was a watershed moment, I think, and it, I think it helped a lot of guys to start that process. After the handshake line, um, a little side note here, I'm actually wearing Owen McInnes' shoes right now. Like he, I took them, he offered them to me a couple days before he passed. So I was like, I'm, I'm wearing the, these shoes for the rest of my career type thing. So after we won, I like just sat on the court holding his shoes, bawling my eyes out for 10 minutes. I think Pat worded it really well of, with Riley fighting in hospital to recover, Waterhouse still working through. Um, if we're gonna say to those guys, hey man, keep fighting, keep doing it, keep giving it your all, we sure as shit can't stop fighting on the court. Like we have to go and give everything we have and show them that if they're gonna fight, we're gonna fight with them, so no. Any thoughts on that one? No self-evident it's pretty pretty sad um <clears throat> pretty poignant um the memories of the shoes is is uh that's that's uh, that's powerful yeah yeah when he told me that i was just you know mm -hmm. in shock myself for a couple it's like a gift from above you know um yeah mike did you ever you know, lose anybody in high school or friends when you were younger at a younger age university you know i, I was thinking about that um yeah, this morning actually. Um, yeah, we did. There was a tragic accident in Vernon when I was going to high school at Fulton there, and um, a guy named Ricky 
died. They got T-boned. And, uh, you know, a, a school, whether it's college or, or high school, it's such a fragile ecosystem. Yeah. I remember going in there and just the, uh, you know, everybody was, it's devastating. And yeah. just, just like this is tragic. And, yeah. I think today will be a good opportunity for people to go and um, they'll say their goodbyes to, to Owen. Okay, let's move on. Um, you, I want to ask you about Peter Fassbender. We were, any thoughts on the curious case there? Any more thoughts on that before we... Well, yeah, we talked about this last week, and nothing has changed. The only yeah. the, Peter Fassbender is a former BC Liberal cabinet minister who uh, had his share of controversies while in while in government. Uh, he was appointed, surprisingly, by the Ministry of Municipal Affairs of the NDP government to come up to Kamloops and try to try to mediate and try to bring council together. Uh, and shortly after he was appointed, his appointment was pulled, and he told the media, "I have no idea. They haven't told me. They just told me that I'm no longer needed." Um, and the Ministry of Municipal Affairs and the NDP government hasn't has been quiet. They haven't said why, why they pulled this appointment, and maybe maybe the mayor can explain because uh, no one seems to know why he was appointed and pulled right away. Some people talked about partisan politics, but who knows? Who knows? Well, let's, let's bring the uh, mayor in right now. He's out there waiting. So. He's out there waiting. He said he's yeah. going. He just texted me. He's going across the street, so he's gone somewhere else. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we have the mayor when we come back. Brought to you by McDonald's. Honestly, it's it's a lot better than I thought it would be. I mean, when I got here, there's no way I thought that you could like make a living off of like, working at McDonald's, but you can, and that's kind of like changed my whole outlook on what I want to do. Um, so yeah, I definitely can see myself staying at McDonald's because you know it's something that you can financially stay at, and I love it. So why not? <laughs> this was my last choice for a job. I I applied at different places before I applied here. And I'm so glad I got the job here because there's nowhere else I could really see myself. I love McDonald's. I love everything about it. I love the energy. I love the people. Um, just a great environment to be in. It makes me happy. Um, I like making other people happy. Um, so yeah, eventually I'd like to be a GM and maybe uh, from there, move up from there. I don't know yet. I mean, kind of just going with the flow here. Kamloops Mayor Reed Hamer Jackson, new shirt. Cabo? No, no, no. I thought I'd wear it it's a little bit. It, when I was gone, it shrunk a little bit, so I thought I'd wear it just to pay attention to what I'm shiny. eating. And it's eating. shiny, yeah. <laughs> Not eating, so. How's Cabo? Cabo was good. Any any uh, any good stories? Anything exciting happen? No. You go you golfing, fishing, or you just relax? No. Well, relax. I was I was on my phone and no, 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 but, but I was know. working. I was working. I worked twenty four seven. But you're in the sunshine. Hammer time. No, I, no, I had to go in my room because you, you know you need the internet sometimes. Right. You right. must have had some fun. What had, did you do? Oh yeah. Come on. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you do? Like I had what, a couple of drinks. Yeah, you, you know those big bottle of Kirkland vodkas. Oh yeah. Costco. Like thirteen or fourteen at Costco. Yeah. Other Costco down there. Thirteen or fourteen dollars down there, right? Yeah, it's cheaper than water. Heck of a deal. Not that I drink that much. We can't help but drink down there, right? <laughs> well, it's tough not to. It's, yeah, it's you, tough seriously, to I'm sitting there and this one, no, no, I'm good, I don't want to drink. Well, you take so much heat from everybody. Yeah, peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. you got to stand up to that. I, I did. Okay. I did. Good. Okay, we were texting this morning and I gave you an idea. Okay, we're probably going to talk about this, probably going to talk about this, but you say, well, I, I'd like to talk about something else. Um, you want to talk about workplace investigations. What do you want to talk about? What I want to talk about is that um, it's, it's beyond me that um, you know we have um, if you're in the union you go to the union if you have a workplace incident if you're managers staff 
you know, managers, supervisors, directors. Well, we have WorkSafe BC. Mm -hmm. So, you know, why are we sending, you know, why are counselors and, and, and none of that counselors that, you know, have immediate family members that work for the city. And, and I'm talking four and five immediate family members that work for the city. Well, how do you go into a room and make a call on city employees? You know what I mean? Like it's. No, I don't know what you mean. What do you, what do you mean? Well, it's like if it's like if there's a workplace investigation, mm -hmm. and um, and why is a council making that decision? Why is WorkSafe BC not involved? But what does the employees? What do, what do the council's family members have to do with that? I, I'm well, they work for the city, so yeah. if it's you're, you're, even, even if they're making a complaint. Well, what if they are? Yeah, if right? they are. Well, then like, I would it's say. it's kind of like if you you go home at night and say, oh well, uh, you know. That mayor that you don't like, well, guess what? We just voted for you. You don't ever have to talk to them. Mm -hmm. Like, why? Why are they making that decision again? You know, and I don't care if it's union decisions or any employment decisions. Why? Why are counselors that have immediate family members making decisions? Who are you talking why? about? Uh, four counselors. I don't mm -hmm. want to mention any. Well, it's. It, I mean, it's obviously everybody must know. It's well, we know who. But I, I, I'm still sorry. I might be obtuse here, but I don't understand. Um, okay, let's, the, the investigation they did into alleged um, uh, contravening of the code that, that you, and, you and, did. And let's stop right there. Yeah, but no, why, why was that not WorkSafe BC? Because, because, you know, if it goes to WorkSafe BC, not only do they put sanctions no, or do whatever, no, the investigation, but there could be compensation. The investigation cleared out and our story cleared it out. I actually wrote the story. The why it's not WorkSafe BC is because it involved some people who are not employees of the city. So therefore, they, they don't fall under WorkSafe BC. Who, who wasn't? People that weren't working for the city, the council. Well, how could it be? A, counselors well, are not. No, but 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 I'm saying if 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 a staff member and you're not employee. No, but the but the staff is. So if I'm mm -hmm. if 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 there's a problem with a manager, okay, manager on manager, you can go to work safe BC. I think it, and I don't have it in front of me, and it's been a while since the paper was open, but I have the report at home. Um, yeah, I can't. Yeah, because I'm an elected official, I can't. Yeah, I have, and the report clearly states, and I think it was in our story um, that why it didn't go to work safe BC, why it was a different thing. It's because there's there's well, a technicality there. Well, can I have a copy of that report, please? Well. <laughs> It's I'm going to tell you something. Right work I'm going to tell you something. Work Safe BC. They would have been notifying me, yeah. and we would have been doing something. Yeah. Nobody from Work Safe BC's. Yeah, that falls under legislation that I'm not an expert in, but I know that it was explained why it went this route rather than the other route. That's all I'm saying. So, but that's what you wanted to get off your chest here on that. On well, that I'm, I'm yeah. just, I'm just. Uh, if if you feel that Work Safe BC, you know, talk about downloading. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. why are we getting our staff to investigate? Our elected officials. When, again, we have work safe BC. I'm pretty sure it, because no, I, I it, think it. I it think you're a little confused. Under, no, no, I'm not. It, it falls under that. Officials. No, if it, yeah, but it falls under that umbrella. And 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 I'll, I'll look it up. And, and next time you're on, or, or I'll next next show, I'll I'll say here's here's what it was. But I know we explained it. It was explained in the report because I had the same question. Why? Okay, is and I don't have the report. Uh, like I said, I don't have that information. I, again, I still do not know what I did. Yeah, gen well, generally, you know, generally what the allegations are. There's generally. no general here. Did I flick you in the ear? What happened? Okay, well, I thought I thought the the story laid it out in general terms. We had well, a again, whole no, one story. The, the, part, the, the reason advice. I'm saying this yeah. is because yesterday, you know, you've you've got, you know, you know, a Councilor Riley was in the media talking about the CAO and sanctions and things that I've got to, the way I've got to communicate. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to bring it up in council yesterday, and everybody's jumping up and down like that was enclosed. Well, how could it be enclosed when you were talking about 
mm-hmm. on radio and alert or yeah. wherever you're talking about it. Yeah, and it's, and, and, report, and it's a problem. Actually. And it's yeah. a, and it's a problem because now when I, I mean, uh, are you, you know, still de- deputy? Is it bound by it? You know, I'm going to tell you. I sent a, a, a email to Councillor Bass, who was the um, deputy mayor, deputy mayor, on December the 18th, mm-hmm. to ask a question to one of our staff. Mm-hmm. I still don't have the answer today. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't have the answer today. I didn't. I didn't ask the question to ask her. If I wanted to ask her a question, I would just ask her. Yeah. I'm trying to do what I'm trying to do, and then and then at the end of the day. You know, um, I ask when these sanctions, why they were extended, and when they when they're going to be um, yeah. pulled off. And I get a staff member saying, "We will let you know when or if they're going to oh, extend." Okay. So that's a staff member saying that back to me yeah. in an email. So again, again, and I don't know why. You know, you think it's right that four elected officials go into a room and make a decision on another elected official? I, I didn't say that. I thought it was right. I think that's that's what happened. I, I got to tell you. I'm not taking. I got to tell you. I talked to counselors on this. I got to talk to counselors that were many years, and it's never happened. Well, I'm just them. saying. You're saying I think it's right. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's wrong. I have no opinion. I'm just reporting the stuff at well, the why time. Why won't you give me the investigation? <laughs> because I received it in confidence from somebody. And I can't. How would you feel if you gave somebody something in confidence and they just gave it away? You well, that make do, you a dishonest would, person, wouldn't you, it? Well, no, no. As a matter of fact, I don't think I do that because I. I would know that that other person is doing dishonest things. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. You don't think there's been whistleblowers think, in the past who have come out about something like it's, sexual it's a you know, abuse or something? So you think it's leaking re- information out of a closed council meeting it's a or, a clo- or, a, or a confidential <laughs> report? We published it because I think the public has a right to know, especially... What that about the, me? You, you, the public has a right to about the report. Well, I don't think. That, that, that they do. We wrote a story on it. I have another you story I want to publish on it. You didn't release the whole thing. I didn't, I didn't get it. Well, it has to go through lawyers. Well, you just finished saying yes. that the public has the right well, they have to the right do what? To, get parts No, they have, no or, the right to know that. that like, is the door half open no, or is it closed? They have the right to, no, here's what they have the right to know. They have the right to know that the mayor of, of the city, of, of, the, of the fifth largest city in B.C., is not allowed to talk to the CAO, so the CEO can't talk to the CEO without first going through uh, intermediaries. You can't send an email to the CAO or three other staffers because of allegations. What staffers? And again, four elected officials go into a room who have immediate family members that work for the city of Camelos. Was there information coming from a family member that, like, no, you don't find wasn't. a conflict? No, there wasn't any. How do we know that? I know that. How, I read the how, report. You I know who. I know you do who because com- you've got a leaker. Yes, I got, no, I got the report. <laughs> I'm not telling you who gave me the report. <laughs> hey, this ties in. This ties into a good, good discussion. Saying, what I'm saying I'm is, I'm telling put, you. I'll, I'll put on the record right now. Hold on. I'm put on the record. I know the I know the councillors whose um, whose family work for the city and they do great jobs. We know they're a planner, a bylaw officer. We know that. Well, I'm not saying they're. But I, I listen, can tell I'm you right now, they're no, not doing a great no, job. I, I want to put it on the record right now. I read the report. I've spoken to people who know the investigation. None of those people are involved in any of the allegations or complaints against you. Just for the record. What do you mean, the elected officials? No, they're family members. I didn't say. I'm, not, I'm just saying. They're, they're, you they're, just they're said. Employee, what if their family members had done it? That's what you said. They're employees of the city. Yeah, but they have nothing to do with the investigation. Not this one. What about the next one? Well, I'm, I, I don't know if there's a next one. I'm talking about the, the one we're looking at right I now. You know who we did. need? We need Peter Fassbender here, yeah, I think. Well, yeah. What, yeah. Ha- what happened to Peter Fassbender? Yeah, that's a question that won't Peter the Fassbender, the, 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 the uh, ministry, wants to take a different direction. That's all I know. You don't know, you don't know anything else? You're going to no, find got, out? Yeah, well, I got a call in this morning. I, I called one of the ministry people, and I'm going to be asking some questions about it. Yeah. Don't you think it's kind of weird? I think it's kind of weird that WorkSafePC doesn't do... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, come on, it's perfect. We're talking about people wanting to write a letter or, or, or do an investigation about downloading, and here we are. You know, we've got a provincial body that's 
called WorkSafe BC. Oh, so you're saying in this case, council or whoever is self-downloading. They should, you know, but I think it's the legislation. I think they were bound by the legislation with respect to that. Let's, let's switch on. to other legislation. Um, the BC Supreme Court granted a temporary injunction against the law banning drug use in public spaces. The ruling doesn't affect similar bylaws. Um, it doesn't affect, it does not affect bylaws. So it does not affect the bylaws. What do you, what do you think about that? <clears throat> um, you know, that's a long story. You know, it's like, I mean, come on, let's face it. I can go, oh, I don't want, you know, people on the sidewalk. I don't want kids. Well, no, we don't want people. Who wants their kids to see somebody shooting up, okay? The people doing it, I can tell you, don't want them seeing it do it. Yeah. But we've created something here in British Columbia. We've created this harm reduction model where you're allowed to do drugs. We build every building with a safe consumption site, Okay. Um, and again, that's why I called Section 131 on Councillor Newstater's um, motion, because we've got to work with, because we are in a medical emergency, we've got to work with the medical authorities where we're, we have to, okay? And, for, and the reason I called it is because in one way, in Kamloops, we're kind of fortunate because we have probably 10 safe consumption sites. And this is why I called Section 131, because I wanted to talk to Interior Health and them, and, and we were talking about getting the government to open those sites to everyone. So if there's a place at 48 West mm -hmm. where you can consume, inhale, or whatever, like inside. And there, then there's no reason to be doing it at Riverside yeah. Park. If there's, if there's a, a, a site at the crossroads, there's no reason for you to be doing it in front of that business across the street, mm -hmm. okay? If there's one at Mission Flats, if there's one on Tronkill Corridor, we've got 10 already that we could convert to Inhalation sites. Yeah, that's what they're, they said. That there's a lack of indoor inhalation sites because they're all yeah, sorts but we, of but every cold. Building you have that we to built, do it. Yeah. Every building that we built. So you're talking Spiro House. You're talking oh, uh, the, when, the, they were, uh, when they were all built. Mission they, they Flats were, Manor. You're talking Rose the Thorn, Kingston, Emerald. They're all. They, they, they all have space in there from your from your understanding that they can use it uh, yeah. to use drugs. Actually, all you actually got to do is go back to some of your media reports because when they opened them up. Like I said, Selena Robinson showed up in 2018 and said, we've got wraparound services. And well, we, when we went, uh, when we joined the mayor, Mike, myself, and Marty for a, a quick tour early in the morning to, to meet some of the homeless, and, and, and it was an eye-opening experience. And we ended up at um, Stuart Wood, the shelter run by Out of the Cold. Yeah. I used to volunteer with them, the great organization. They showed us the room in there where they, they have a room where people can go and I, yeah. I don't think they, can, they, can, they can't smoke up in there because you need ventilation. Well, this is, this is what cameras. I'm saying. You'd have to do, the have, government would have to do a little they'd bit have of to, yeah, yeah, uh, upgrade it. Yeah. But uh, they have cameras. And so, the, so, so the staff members yeah. and volunteer, the staff members, I guess volunteers or whatever, they, they watch the monitor and the room's right there. Yeah. And they have privacy. Yeah. So you're not looking at them, but you're looking to make sure they're not overdoing. Yeah. You're saying that can be employed, in, in all, including inhalation. Well, in, in, in camels, like I said, we're, yeah. we're quite... In one way, and, and again, come on, uh, nobody wants to see people doing drugs in, in open spaces, in parks, in front of businesses. Nobody. I mean, nobody in the right mind. And like I said, even the people using don't want to. But, but I think at this point, what, what happened is we've created this, in British Columbia, this harm reduction model mm -hmm. where, oh, it's good, it's good, it's good, you're good, you're good, you're good. And then all of a sudden, boom. You're going to stop. Well, now, now you are risking lives, you know, in, in different areas. So, so for me, it's it's kind of a, you know, um, um, I mean, I mean, I mean, when I was in Mexico, I'm talking to some people from different provinces. They're going, "You guys crazy? You're 2.5 grams of fentanyl? You're allowed to pack it?" I'm, so, so that included, we've 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 kind of created this 
this model that's put us in that. Hey, one place. question, just sort of with this, but sort of outside of it. You you go to Kabul every year. You were there just now for extended period, and San Jose is like San Jose uh, is is the nice uh, Mexican town. Kabul is the party town. What's the homeless and, and social disorder situation down there? There is none. You know, you, I don't know if I told you, but one of the guys that makes braces on the beach, he mm -hmm. took us to his house, and, and it looked like a, a ghetto, and he was so proud of his place. Mm -hmm. I said, any crime around here? No, no crime. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it's, it's great. So you don't see Every, a lot of people on the street no, in encampments and no, doing drugs none, and stuff? Like none. That? Okay. None. And you walked all none. over the place? Not, not just the tourist place. I'm talking the residential area, San Jose. Yeah, and no, no, this is where it was. No, okay. there's, there's none. Like I said, it, you know, here I'm in Cabo with uh, Gord Bamford at the time, and there's a guy from from Alberta talking about camelops and, mm -hmm. and you know like yeah no it's, yeah. it's not the same all over we we keep saying it's the same all over it's the same in wherever the media is mm -hmm. but you know it's not the same in in you know so many other communities that, that the media isn't what do you think about Katie's notice of motion last night provincial downloading downloading well I, I just think it's it's really weird that if you go back over the last year and look at every motion that I put forward that was turned down is a motion to offload to the, I mean, no different than this uh, letter, not wanting to do a review. Well, why wouldn't you? If you do, and it, and it's gonna, you're gonna get more nursings. You're gonna get more of this. Province is gonna do this. They're gonna do that. So to me, it's kind of like, why? But is there what, any downside? What are you saying? I, I put forward a motion to get 15 outreach workers on the yep. streets, off on the streets, 24/7, paid for through the social agencies, through the, the government, mm -hmm. and turned down um, a, a ride home program turned down a review and a relocate of 48 west i'm still you know that's our property you mm -hmm. know we're paying for parking and, and everything else but again do we really need that do we really need that that um storage i'm not talking the day lodge i'm talking the storage place mm -hmm. i mean it was it was modeled after the first yeah. united church on east hastings in 2018 it's not working there because the other thing too is we need to start looking at all the facilities along that strip they all have space and a lot of the people that that are using that space are residents or, and clients of those facilities. But so why not open up a little bit of room at the Mission Manor? No, no, open I get, up a little bit of room no, we, at the, we get at the that, Emerald Center? Kind of getting open away up, from no, the, just hang on. Open up a little bit of room yeah. at the Rose Thorn? No, no, I know. Open up a little bit of room at the Cross Lords? But the downloading is, is, is goes beyond how uh, beyond the social disorder. I think what she wants the city to do, and they approved it, and I don't think it's a bad idea. No, I think it's... it's it, is to look and it's say... It's great, but, but if you're going to get it to the table, no, you turn it all you know, down. From housing to emergency services to, you know, anything from zoning... I mean, there's all sorts of places maybe that they can look to say, hey, before the provincial government used to pay for this, and not just not just the homeless. But just let me let me let me just stop right there. Mm -hmm. So if you do this review, mm -hmm. you get more outreach workers. Do you think KFR is going to have to show up? Do you think KFR is going to have to show up for a medical emergency as much when you got these guys out there doing well, that work? Do you think? That, and the other thing too is, you know, again when, when they claim when they claim that I was um, when I was um, trying to get into get tours of a shelter when actually I was just trying to get a guy at the, from out of the cold that yeah. was in a wheelchair in, to see if there was room in another mm -hmm. shelter. Mm -hmm. But I, I end up, you didn't see the letter that I got, but I got a nice letter back from BC Housing, not the one that the media mm -hmm. went all over the media, but in that it had numbers to, to numbers to call people if you did have a problem or an emergency. Yeah. And you know where that number went through to? KFR. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's BC Ambulance Service, that's a that's not KFR's mandate is no. medical and that's emergencies. What she, but that's what she's saying. That's what she's saying. Yeah, but, but, but our staff, can we, but should, we should, can pick up the phone and, and call, you know, um, the, the health authorities. So, but I'm fine. Hey, I voted for it. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But, no, but again, that's the, when you yeah. take a full year mm -hmm. of not wanting to do things like 
ride home programs. Well, you're saying it looks hypocritical workers. or what? Hey? You're saying it looks hypocritical? that well, A little bit. The motions that you, Just a little you bit. cited that were defeated, I don't know. you say could address that. Well, go, go back and look yeah. at all the motions I yeah, put yeah, forward. Okay. And then, and then, and then we'll I just want to be clear on that. Okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. No, yeah. it's I'm, kind sure, of, I'm sure if they were on here, they would have reasons as to why it's not... Uh, it's not apples to apples, right? It's yeah. not it's the apples to oranges, you know, but all these different things that you're bringing up. They might no. say it's, it's kind okay, of different so what's the oranges thing. what's the apples? <laughs> well, that's a lot, too long of a conversation, I think, to get into right now. Well, why, Let's why, talk about... Oh, well, so we're going to just do part of it? Well, yeah, so we're also... I see. We'll be selective. Bringing, no, it's not selective. <laughs> like the public being able to no, see because, the investigation. No, he's no. the only one that knows. No. Where's Peter Fassbender? Yeah. Okay. January 24th is the next um, council neighbor. How have those, those uh, meetings been going, the neighborhood meetings? Um, what do you hear, other than street issues, what do people want to talk about at these um, neighborhood meetings? Yeah, you've had a few meetings. so far. You know, you're going around the city and you're saying, what's, what's concerning you? What should we do? What have you heard at these meetings other than the social disorder that we know that's top, par- top of mind? Well, and it was. When we were in Barnardville, it was the first place yeah, that everybody yeah. went to that. But, yeah. but again, come on. Yeah. You don't How like many buggies meetings? have you seen up in Barnardville lately? <laughs> Well, no, we're talking last, outside. Hey, I'm going to tell you no. something. When was the last overdose emergency call? We're talking in outside Barnard street or issues. Or west side. No, that's know. the question we're asking. In, what, what else are people concerned about? The tax, like, like the, the residents. Like besides that, forget that social disorder, homeless, addiction, mental health thing. What other issues have you heard that we might not know about? What, what, what well, are concerning people? See, right everybody now? went to groups and things like that. Yeah. So we haven't received all of that data. But you were there, so you must have heard. What are people telling? Well, but you? I hear the same thing. People yeah. say a lot of things. So beyond that. That they want to talk to us. They want to. They want to have a town hall meeting where they oh, can talk. Okay. They can, they can express their feelings, whether it be uh, an elder that's having a hard time getting transit or okay. or that. But again, you know, the biggest issues that we have in our city that was big part of the election. You know, we're over a year into it now. We haven't gone to those areas. Mm-hmm. Which is. Tronkill Corridor. Mm-hmm. West Victoria Street yeah. downtown. Yeah. Yeah, that's still a problem everywhere. Uh, bu- yeah. No, no. Valley Around View. the bus depot. Valley View. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know. Sure. Again, I don't think that we've got into it yet. No, but we know that's an issue. But have you heard any other concerns like, hey, we need better, we need better trans- transit. We need my taxi to come down. We want better yeah, there's parks. There's a lot. This or, is, that's a, yeah. it's a, for but, sure, it's a huge. But um, have you heard any specific things that jump to mind that say, hey, I didn't know that people were concerned about this or that or the other thing? Do you want to talk about the, the picture you sent me this morning? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I sent you, because I see all over the media a, a vehicle that's got graffiti on the side of it and everything else, but I tarp a vehicle up on my property and it gets towed away because it's a fire hazard. Well, because it was lit on fire many times. Many? No, you get confused. You think it's three, it was two. Well, that's many. You know that? Is it? Well, is this too many? It's two times. <laughs> two times since that vehicle was there. That's too many. Since 2020. Yes. Since 2020. No, you, yes, you know what's too many? Yeah. It's too many is fires near... My gas meters. Yes. Fires near my building, which mm-hmm. is, it was happened when I was in Mexico. Just fires recently. all around the area that are, by the way, a crime. Trespassing is a crime. Mm-hmm. Graffiti is a crime. Yes, it is. It's all a crime. Mm-hmm. I just looked at a tarped up something around this area. No, I know. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> is, is it a fire hazard? And not of that, why would you take a fire hazard? It's a fire hazard. And I don't know where it is, but why would you move it into an area where there's a whole, probably a whole bunch more gas tanks? Mm-hmm. So is it a fire hazard on its own, or is it a fire hazard because somebody committed a crime on it? 
And again, you look at that picture. I'll flash it You up can't later. tell me if that was a Lamborghini. Well, you could because it's a little higher. But it's you know, a you, fire you hazard because of the location and because of the people frequenting the place and because of the yeah. people who are either trying to keep warm or intentionally setting it on fire. We all know that. It's a fire hazard because if that your car lot was elsewhere, it wouldn't be a fire hazard. We, we know that. Well, our buildings are fire hazards now. They are. Like I said, I just got a call. Yeah. There's another fire. There's fires all around the area. That area is... Yeah. Uh, is and as a matter of fact, if you look in the picture, right beside there, there's a garbage container that actually caught fire mm -hmm. and has caught fire more than twice mm -hmm. in two years, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, they've broken the locks off of it. It's on the property next to me. Um, they've broken the locks off of it. There's been fires in there. So do we remove it because it's a fire hazard? Mm -hmm. Do we remove this building because it's a fire? Do we move the gas meter to the other side of the building? Do we, you know, and, 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 and I had the chief down there and I, you know, I tried to walk him around to, to show him where there was a fire on the, um, on the um, uh, east side of the stair warehouse building yeah. and the fire behind my building. And I showed him a fire down on my uh, other building where I have the ramp there. Mm -hmm. There's steel doors, there's a fire there. Um, uh, now, today, I got back in my fence, which they already knocked down and used for firewood. On the other side, they're taking pieces out, out of there um, for firewood. Um, so, I mean, I mean, let's so what come, the on, fire, come what, on, the chief. He's not. What, he's also the, the new yeah. Community and Protective Services mm -hmm. director. Mm -hmm. So, Community and Protective Services. What does that mean? Well, you got to look. You got to protect the community, and you got to look at stuff to protect the community, and, and, and look at all the services, all the all the all the aspects that are going to that into that uh, that that part of the of the department. But what did he say when you brought him down there and you said, "Hey, they're doing this, this, and this." Is it the building a fire hazard? What was what was Uzalok's response? Uh, five five uh, open police files on that vehicle. Yeah. What did he say? Uh, I think him? he was kind of focused. I mean, you know. Um, um, our previous community, uh, protective services director has wanted to tow that vehicle away many times. If, if the security, which I've got pictures of, uh, when we when I picked up the phone and called the senior project manager for BC Housing, and they they wanted to park on my car lot and other places. We wanted them across the street. That same vehicle was parked there, and right in front was Lapper Lapper security. Security's little trailer. So it sat there. I think the last picture I got was from 2020. It wasn't a fire hazard then. Mm. So then we move security away. And again, BC Housing, they've always said they wanted safe communities. Uh, again, how, did, how is it a fire hazard here but not there? Did you, uh, have you got a bill yet from the city for the towing and the storage and the disposition of the vehicle? I haven't checked all my mail. I, I don't even know where the vehicle is. <laughs> yeah, but again, I can still file a, uh, an ICBC claim or I can, I can sell it for parts. Are you going to pay the bill if you receive a bill? Well, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I paid a graffiti bill that we've been exempt for graffiti. I, I paid a graffiti bill during the election. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I was the only, one of the only ones in... Uh, around that uh, got a graffiti bill, yet yeah, we're exempt from it back in the John Ramsey days because they, we made a deal that I'd paint my back wall the 150th time if, mm -hmm. if they'd fix the fence back there oh, for yeah. one month. Yep. And, uh, and again, I just I got tagged right on the front of my ramp, the front face, it's tagged there, it's mm -hmm. a crime. Yep. And there was a police file on it too. Okay. I mean, I was just at the stair warehouse. They just got a graffiti notice. Yet 48 West got graffiti, all the poles, all the, pe you know, and, and you know, when I was at the uh, the uh, Silga, um, I got up early in Vernon. Mike was there. 
yeah, I got up early and I drove around town and like, this is quite a clean city. I couldn't find any graffiti. So I asked the mayor and I talked to a couple of counselors. They said, oh, we've got a program, like a, like, someone, like a peer program. So I came back and told CAO Tronwyn about it and stuff like that. He says, oh, well, I'll, I know somebody there, so I'll, I'll call them and see what the program is. Um, and again, I haven't heard a word back, but you know, here, here the other day, yesterday, I go to Stereo Warehouse and they've got a, a graffiti notice and, and, and why are we hiring contractors? I, again, who's the victim? The, the, you know, the, these are all crimes. So you're like, you're so saying, maybe you're saying we the, need to start focusing on the crimes. The victims are being victimized. You bet. The That's victim, what you're saying. Well, again, I've got a car lot I'm paying taxes on, mm -hmm. and everybody's saying, don't park your car there. So what, I go buy another piece of property? Mm -hmm. and, then they, and then what, they open up another facility across the street from there? Now what, oh, go buy another one? Do you think it's a personal thing too, with with the, the people involved? You know, victimizing you specifically. Well, you know, again, um, when you're getting election signs picked up before the election is over. Okay, and I'm not talking one or two. I'm talking ten who's, out of forty. Who's picking them up again? <laughs> Can we, uh, CSO, CSO department. Well, they were on the wrong property or something, or no? Well, no, they actually had to hire a contractor to put one back, which had Integra Tire. They didn't put it back in the right spot, <laughs> you know, but, you know, it wasn't in the prime spot that we put it in because we did the dig thing. And you, everything. Had, you had few signs, but they were big. Yeah, I put them up late. There was only 40 signs. Yeah, yeah. And 40 big, signs. Big ones. And the 25% of them got picked up before the election. Mm, yeah. Okay. Now, now, and again, when I went down there, I've got some evidence. Um, there, there was no other marital signs being picked up. Marital? Mayoral. Oh, mayoral. Mayoral. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Some marital signs. Okay. Tax hike projected 10.8%. Anything we can do? I think there's lots we can do. Yeah. Like, I think there's to lots bring it we down? can do. Give me an example. How do you get it down? How about I can't afford this. How about grants? How about grants? All right. How about start, How about instead of us, you and me leasing our, our land over there for a dollar a year for five years, how about if we lease it for like some do for forty thousand a month? Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean you know, you're talking oh, we'll BC housing, housing land? Yeah, or you can just give it to them for free, basically. You're saying let's charge them for uh, that? Well, I don't. I, I would like to get some inexpensive land for a dollar a month. I think that <laughs> no, no, it's a dollar a year. I will do it for a dollar a month. No, <laughs> that's twelve times. No, it's a dollar a year. It's a dollar a year, and usually they're a three-year deal with a two-year extension. Done. It's like the the, the place where, where the, the emerald. Or the Mission Manor was was that. Yep. Uh, so again, and yet, and yet, we're paying millions of dollars over assessed values for other properties, and 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 we're tearing them down. And by the way, I don't know who's paying for the security at the old uh, Northbridge Hotel, but they're securing there, and, and there's no security in a lot of areas, you know. So mm -hmm. there, I think there's a lot of things we 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 can do. Besides um, grants, is there anything else that comes to mind that could help the taxpayers uh, help ease the burden this year? Like, is there any cuts we can do? Is there any innovations? Well, we've got people working on that. Nobody's listening to me anyway. So, yeah. you know, I did bring up some, some thoughts and mm -hmm. counsel and things like that. I think we got to take a really good look at from the, from the top down, mm -hmm. you know, take a really good look at things. New know? Year's resolutions, wear nicer shirts. Is that, is that one of them? It looks like you started. This is actually an old shirt. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, well, I just got to keep focusing on the same goals, you know, get a safer community, accountability. Uh, accountability seems to be a really, really, really tough um, situation in, search, in certain situations. And, you know, so. Do you have um, any allies at City Hall? We know that you have. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people at like not just City the, Hall, um, but, but in the, but in the um, um, 
Yeah, there's there's lots of people allies as in allies people, as people, people that are with people you. who are with you like you consider like partners in in your goal i know a lot of council is not they're opposed to a lot of what you do um but is there anyone in city hall that you consider hey that's an ally that's a person i can really who's really on board with me you bet a matter staff. of fact the majority of the employees that work for the city council that yeah. i know of yeah. yeah okay yeah the majority but not people in the positions that uh I, I think it's pretty obvious that, you know, they didn't want me there. Um, you know, when, when, when you take right out of the chute, you know, a social agency who I supported, Ask Wellness, who I supported um, forever, you mm -hmm. know, like, um, you know, through the, you know, donating the, to the van, van and, yeah, yeah. and everything else. And, 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 and that individual sends a, who, by the way, was a nom nominated Dieter Duty. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, like he was nominated Dieter Duty. Mm -hmm. Okay, Dieter Duty was a guy that ran for mayor. Yep. Okay, and not even before our first um, regular council meeting, he sends an email saying that I'm defaming him, mm. and, and it goes to a employee, and the employee doesn't come bring it to me. Hey, look, this guy's wanting to sue you because that's that would be between me and him. Mm -hmm. Instead, it goes all around the circle through legal and everything else, and then I get it, and then we send a letter back saying, well, here, tell us where. And then they backed right off. I talked to his lawyer. They backed off. And yet there's still people within the city that are using that as if I'm in a conflict. So just because somebody accuses you of something doesn't mean it's the fact. Is, is there anything you can do to make 2024 more, more peaceful on council? Yeah, I think we need to get some accountability. Yeah. What about you? What, 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 can you do well, anything I, 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 I'm, I'm looking for suggestions, but I'm not going to sit on my hands and, mm -hmm. and do nothing. I'm going to continue to get a safer community. Like I said, uh, you know, we can go back to 2020 for this review, and you guys might not think it's a big deal, but uh, I mean, you should look at the, uh, the decision that they, they made at Shane Ramsey and, and his wife's uh, yeah. operation in, in, in Vancouver. Right. I, I'm, again, talk about downloading. Mm -hmm. You're, you're going to get, if you get that job done, uh, you're going to see a lot of things that are going to change a lot of things. And things are changing, too. I mean, yesterday, I, I can't say nothing right now, but, but we are going to be getting more outreach workers. We're, we're, things are changing. You know, it's the same thing as, yeah, um, the province pays, um, you know, 35, just over $35 a day for somebody in recovery. Yeah, they need more and money. And like $60 for if you're, yeah. so again, harm reduction. Yeah. So we've created this. We've created this yeah. in British Columbia. Like I said, some provinces look at us and go, you know, are you serious, right? Mm -hmm. So, Mike, any questions for the mayor before we let him go? No, I just sitting or back any thoughts on the, on, the, on the conversation today. <laughs> see any fire hazards around? Well, okay, you, you know what I don't understand? I don't understand how a car that's been burnt twice is, is a fire hazard. Right across the street from you, you've got a, a lot that's, I don't know if they're still there, but at one point there was full of, of cars that were it looked like an auto wrecker that seems like more of a hazard than a car that's already been carbonized yeah <laughs> and don't deal with the 800 emergency calls across the street and the people that are crossing the street don't yeah. don't get the operators to look at their cameras and every time somebody crosses the street and goes onto a property and lights a fire beside a gas meter or or behind a building or anything like that we've got to start focusing on you know if we're going to have community and protective services let's have it Let's, let's start, again, there's five open files or probably six open files on that one SUV that, by the way, was tarped up. And it, the front of it was tarped up at the time that, that, that I got that order. So why is that a fire hazard and not every other tarped up vehicle? I don't care if it's burnt, if, if it's burnt twice, I'm thinking it's less of a fire hazard than one that I had, I've had other vehicles burn up on my lot and it, they go up pretty good. It seems like it might be more of an eyesore in the uh, corridor of, 
going through there, right? Maybe. But it, but if you have a tarp on it, what's what's an eyesore? There's a you know what's an eyesore? Is the poor people that we're leaving out on the streets, the curb appeal. What about yeah. them? We're stigmatizing those people. What you think that looks good? Yeah. You know? No. No, I, I, you know, again, we need to start dealing with the issues. Dealing, if there's a crime, it's a crime. And again, if nobody came onto my property and, and, and stole the cover off it. Man, you and again, why would go you, in business hey, selling tarps. Hey, and, and again, why would you move a fire hazard into the middle of a, of a, a junkyard or, or whatever it is? Yeah. And is it more of a fire if it's going to light up by itself because it would have to because you've got to commit a crime it depends to where that junkyard is located it's obvious well i'm licensed again mm -hmm. in west victoria street yep to have vehicles yep. the vehicle on the other side by the way has got everything stripped out of it they've cut off the the batteries are out of it and everything else so again it's a crime it is a graffiti crime. is a crime yep we've gone over this hey, anything right. else so, let's sorry let's, <laughs> one, <laughs> one last thing we're we're sorry. a year we're only a year and th three months in, into into the term. We have about three years left. I know it's early, but have you? Th are you going to run again in two thousand twenty-six? You know what? I never planned on it, yeah. and uh, but now and again, I can't predict. You no, know, I can't predict um, that the goals that I laid out aren't going to happen yeah. over the next couple of years. So I, I wouldn't predict. It's based on. It, it, would that be based on whether? And I'd have to talk to my wife to about it. Yeah, yeah, so what did Lori think? Does she want you to run again? Well, you know, she runs around recording everybody. You know, like, come on, poor, poor girl. You know. <laughs> so you're not sure if you're going to run again. I know it's early. No, I. It wasn't my plan. Yeah. I'm not a politician. Uh, mm. uh, it's pretty obvious that some people are. Mm. I'm not. Mm -hmm. um, again, I've got goals to get a safer community. You still working on that? Eh? And yeah. still working on that. Yeah. Okay. So good. All right. right. That's right been it. With the mayor, Dimples is back in town. Looking good. <laughs> Reader's Digest. Gord's Appliance and Mattress Center T-Swift Trivia featuring Reese Wilson. Well, let's talk first about yeah. what's going on here. Scratch and dent. I just look at these prices and I think, oh my goodness, they're giving them away pretty much. Pretty much, yes. We've got two very high-end KitchenAid fridges here. Um, this one is regularly $4,500. And this one's regularly 5000 um, but we are blowing them out. Um, this one is a discontinued model. It is still a very good model. You still get parts in it for everything. They just redesigned the inside. Let's have a great deal right now and talk about Taylor Swift. Taylor won her first Grammy for which song? Was it A, The Best Day, B, White Horse, or C, Superstar? It was one of those? Yeah. No way. Taylor won her first Grammy for which song? Well, the only song that's a single is White Horse, I think. So it has to be that one, no? You are correct. Yay! Gord's Appliance and Mattress Center T-Swift Trivia featuring Reese Wilson. Do you have any thoughts on on the mayor's appearance today? <laughs> oh, it's a good good start to the to the new year. It's um, he's back and he's fired up. Yeah, it's tough to get him focused on one, keep him focused on one issue. Well, or it goes back to the same. Goes issue back to the same issue, and sometimes it's it's hard to you know clar to clarify. Well, this is what we're talking about. I understand that, but what you know, like the question about what are you hearing about the innocuous question what are you hearing other than social disorder from people what, what's on the minds of the people at these meetings taxes garbage pickup it goes right back to the same thing that I said besides that so it's hard sometimes to keep him focused but you tell he's got a lot going on he's, st he's still got the passion after a year and a bit and, um, uh, and you feel his point on the vehicle is valid 
I, th I think two, two, I see that two ways. One, yes, if a vehicle keeps getting burned, you might want to take it away because you, then you, you remove the source of what people are trying to burn down. But he has a very good point in that it's, it's not the vehicle. It's obvious that it's that area. It's the people living in the area, around the area, who are up to no good. And I agree with his point that, and I wrote a column about it about two years ago, it, se it seems that we got to the point now where if, if you're a, vi a business and you're a victim of, of crime that stems from the social disorder, it's got to the point now where you're criticized. You, 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 how dare you? How dare you? How dare you have the temerity to, to complain about your business's windows broken in because the people doing it are so hard done by? I think that's bullshit. And I think I agree with him on that. It's, it's the, the pendulum swings too far one way. Um, and that, yes, there are victims on the streets, but the businesses also are victims, uh, as Mike Miltonmore well knows. So, Okay. I mean, last weekend, though, we do have to talk about it because this one was special. It was a special weekend, Mike, and I know you especially love this weekend. You, you know, it was our annual hot yoga um, retreat that we did, uh, and uh, Chris loves that. He I loves like, the downward dog. I like the downward. I like hot yoga. I'm, I'm, I'm big into the lot of heat. Love it. Um, mm -hmm. I went to Sparkling Hill over the holidays, and, and I spent tons of time in those hot... Uh, hot steamy baths and the sauna so the hot yoga is good because you get that plus your exercise exfoliates all the oh it's beautiful and i toxins. hear it i hear it helps with sleep <laughs> it helps with sleep it exfoliates toxins it helps with sleep too and i've been trying to work on my sleep and this is a true story not that all this isn't true as well but gourds appliance and mattress center i'm going to buy a sealy a king size a king, yes. a king size silly. My girlfriend and I are making a purchase. Will that fit wow. in your, your bed? Barely fit into yeah. my mouth. <laughs> unlike you, I don't have a, a mansion on a hill. I've got a reasonable apartment mm -hmm. living in squalor compared to you. But mm -hmm. I'm going to go to Gord's because they service what they sell. Yes. Do you yeah. have a king? I, I do have a king. We tried to go down to a queen, and that just did not work for us. Um, I, I have half the bed, the outside quarters, and my wife gets the inside half with the dogs. And where's the furry and all <laughs> yeah. that? It's <laughs> somewhere there, too, right? <laughs> Well, we took a Volkswagen as well, yep. Sonia and I. And actually, we, we did go out to Volkswagen because we wanted to see Terry Lowe. Yes. He's and got you, low, low, low rates. You don't understand that. He, he no. just gets no. flummoxed, yeah, I think I is flummoxed. the word. Well, when we were at the yoga, he had just seen Terry Lowe. Yeah. So he's in there and he, they can't get him to concentrate and go to the downward dog because he's just like, bamboozled. Well, the rates. Yeah. The rates are so low. How can they get low? How can they get low? I don't know. I thought the rates were going up, but apparently they're going low. His blood sugar got all out of whack and uh, he was going to faint. So we had to go to McDonald's. And get and a coffee. That's right. Well, we got him a Big Mac. We got him a Big Mac, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Well, we tried to get a Mick Mike, but uh, but eventually we decided a Big Mac was going to be great, and uh, yeah, it was good. No, it was good. It, it rejuvenated me big time. The yeah. Festive McCafe season is still going on, Mike, until January 22nd. Really? I, you know, I didn't realize that. All the way to January 22nd. That would have helped him out with his low sugar problem. That he exactly. Said. The yeah. peppermint mocha, he could have just whoa, got it into him. Yeah. Caffeine yeah. and sugar in one, one oh, yeah. drink. Yeah. And those rates at Volkswagen, by the way, 4.99% on the new SUV w. W's. SUV the Tiguan, w. the Crossport, yep. the seven-seater Atlas, the Taos. Amazing deals at, at Volkswagen. So thanks to our sponsors, and what a great weekend we had. It was. Volkswagen. Let's wrap the show. Okay? Sponsors. I just mentioned the sponsors, but... Uh, Terry Lowe at Volkswagen, Steve Rogers, Gorge Appliance and Mattress Center, Brandy Seacon. McDonald's, yeah. Uh, at McDonald's, Kamloops Blazers, and Maca Ranch. Maca Ranch, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
final thoughts from you on the show? Good start of this. Is this the first one of the year? Second no, of the year. Second. <laughs> You're such a numbers guy. It's a good start to the year to have the mayor in there. I think we should. Uh, it would be good if we could get some. Is there something on these tables you keep kind of, <laughs> if you notice? Know, no, okay, you know what? It's dust. guitar dust. And it's yes, dust. every yes. now and then I forget to, to wipe them. I just, no, that's just a Rain Man tick I, got, that he has. No, I, got a, <laughs> I have, as my wife will attest, um, pretty good case of OCD. I have to do certain things certain ways. But People like it though because one person's like, what is that fools? He's always, he's always, sometimes I look at he's just doing this like he's so, takes the glasses off. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I got, um, you know, certain things. Like for example, I can't, uh, I can't do anything in eights. I hate eight. So if I'm walking eight. across the street, uh, and I, I count all my steps all the time. And if, if I'm on, if I'm, if I'm going to hit eight as I go onto the curb, you'll see me do a shuffle set. So I hit nine or ten, and um, little things like that, right? Like I can't. Uh, One, two, three, when I take four, the dog out five, in the morning six, for a walk, I have to do something in exact order. And if I do it in the wrong order, I have to start over again. I, I understand it's, it's, that. It's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's an OCD thing that kind of try you try to rein it in because it can get out of control. Where so, did the eights come from? Have, has your wife dug deep into that? It's no. also my favorite number too. No, I just three. I just always hated eight. I'm a thirteen and a five guy. But anyway, <laughs> thirteen and five, I can't stand those numbers. No, because they're, 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 good they're luck sharper. In the Italian. Right? They're sharp. I don't like it's too smooth. It's too it's too like it's like a guy with no spine, background. right? It's, it's like no, it's not. It's got symmetry and beauty. It's got the infinity thing and all that. It's too metaphysical for me. You're completely discombobulated all the time. That's why you like those numbers. No, I just you put an S S. TR in front of it. It says straight. Yeah, straight. Like, like, well, that's like straight eight razors. They should be right. sponsoring our they show. Yeah, sponsoring. They do fades and stuff like that. And if you want to sponsor our show, Kamloops last week at gmail.com. We do some cool ad, ad stuff, I think. It's different. It's different. Absolutely. It's different. different. There's no you, doubt about that. You won't We're find grown. that on a local TV station, let me tell you that. No, you won't, <laughs> for good reason sometimes. But I like it. I like some of the weird ads we do, and so do some of our sponsors. You can become one of them. Join the last week clique along with our 545 subscribers. I remember when we had about 20 yeah. and then 30. Are we going to get to 100? Now we're, we're what going. Are, what are you going to do when we hit 600? There should be something that, uh, that you do. We should, we should decide on some kind of a celebration we're going to have. Mm. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Something with hot wings. Hey, we could have a hot wing eating contest. And we can just, I'll, I'll pay for it. How about that? Any, any excuse to have a hot wing eating contest, I love, I'm in. I love yeah. wings. Okay, at, when we hit 600, the four of us are going for wings and beers. And I'm picking up the tab. Nice. All right. Okay, but not too many beers. Just two each, and then after that, you're on your own. <laughs> okay. For Christopher, for Magic Mike, and for Bill, I'm Marty. We'll see you last week. <laughs>